Hi, this is Sasha from Sexpert Talks, and today I am with Ina Ogos, who is a sex, love, and relationships coach, uh, specialized in men and also in relationships, in all kinds of relationships. And she's going to be talking today with us about men and vulnerability. Thank you, Ina, for joining us. Mm, thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. <laughs> yes. Oh, so uh, vulnerability is such a powerful topic, especially when it comes to men. It's like a word that can scare people or can entice people. Uh, how would you describe vulnerability uh, and why is it important for men to open up to this? Well, it comes down really to connection because as human beings, we all want to connect and belong. And so when you are vulnerable, uh, it really opens up your heart to other people and it shows your true self, right? So vulnerability is pretty scary because it's so raw and real and people are afraid to get hurt. And it seems to be a little bit more common to be vulnerable for women I'm not saying 100% and only women, no, but uh, men seem to be more sort of scared of it or more discreet about it and more they kind of need encouragement because they have been conditioned for so long to not cry, to not be vulnerable, to not show their hurt or pain, right? So because of all that cultural conditioning, it's really really scary because they're probably used to since they're little boys to be hiding their feelings to be hiding their tears otherwise they would be laughed at yeah. so this is like a big very painful thing to become vulnerable and some people are better at it than others like completely gender not related and but it is so so beautiful between any humans to be vulnerable, to show like, what are you really about? Um, if anybody ever experienced that, they will know how beautiful it feels and how much connection it brings between the people. So then once you know it, it kind of happens, you either really crave it or because it brought some pain and if it had a negative painful consequence, then it's really scary and then you can choose not to do that. Yeah. It's kind of two outcomes. You either really become addicted to it and that's all you want to do. That's kind of where I am, <laughs> my cap. And the other side is like where people maybe want to in theory, you know, logically, they're like, yeah, it's a good thing, but they're not ready in their heart. They're too scared and then they can't do it. And that's okay. They just have to take little steps towards growing there. I have my cat here <laughs> with me. Yes. Um, welcome. <laughs> my arms and petting her. <laughs> I love her. So I, I have heard men speaking about how afraid they are of showing their emotions, even in front of their wives. Men that have been married for years and years and years uh, have uh, mentioned that they don't even cry in movies. They don't, they don't watch movies that make them cry when their wives are present because they are afraid of being perceived as weak. However, you are speaking about how vulnerability requires a lot of courage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so what did you tell to these men that are afraid of being perceived as weak? 
Well, this is again the conditioning, but they need to understand that if their wife sees them cry, it might be unusual, so it will be weirding out at first, but then it's actually going to touch her heart because she'll be like, oh my God, he has empathy or he understands or it got to his heart. And as women, that's what we want a lot of the times to connect to the heart and see those feelings and see that if he understood whatever in the movie, for example, like that human essence, you know, the emotions are shown. And so she knows that, oh, he can understand me too. And then it opens so much more possibilities for their closeness. So, and I know men who don't want to open up or don't want to show tears, for sure, we all do. Uh, But in my personal life, I'm thinking I was married for just over 16 years. And I think I've seen my husband cry. I can count it on my one hand, like four or five times maximum in 16 years only on specific like very touching moments that were for him or very important he cried on our wedding which i was really surprised (laughs) by and then a couple more times you know but this is it and i think that's a big part of why like our marriage didn't last forever not that it was a goal but you know, because we were not vulnerable enough as each other. And I was just thinking this morning about this topic and thinking that actually if we had been brave enough and vulnerable with each other from the start, we might have never gotten married. (laughs) So yes, and my life could have been different and his might have been different. And yes, we might not even had, would have had like our daughter, right? So I'm not saying it was a bad thing. Our daughter is the best thing that came out of this relationship and marriage. But that's why it was also such a painful part of our life and so difficult because we were so much of the time scared and afraid and just ashamed of some things that we would never fully open up. And now, of course, 2020 vision, hindsight, (laughs) you know that oh, it would have been so good to be vulnerable at that time and that time and that time because we could have connected more and better and created something more beautiful. But it was hard. It was impossible at the time. Neither one of us was ready and we would be ready at different times. You know, one time he wants to be vulnerable. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I am as much as I can. So sometimes you don't know what you don't know and you can't go as deep as it's possible. But like tiny little steps would definitely help. So um, what, what does it take for a man to actually be vulnerable? How can he take those little steps? Mm. Just like you said, by crying in a movie if they feel like it. So just not suppressing, maybe not focusing on suppressing, but just noticing what they feel. It really starts within oneself so i would even actually offer a body meditation feeling what is going on inside emotionally and physically and kind of connecting it like how do you feel physically when you feel happy right and how do you feel physically when you're scared when you connect it all then you start become feeling more alive 
And then you notice like, okay, now I'm scared, but should I hide it? Then you create more mindful choice. So I would think just by noticing how you feel and noticing those times when you want to run away and hide and then just trying to open up just a little more and see what happens because you might not get a negative or bad experience. You might actually see, you know, excitement, praise, connection, and that will stimulate you even more. So I am hearing that, um, first of all, how relevant it has been in your own personal life mm. uh, to discover vulnerability, how maybe your choices would have been different when it came to your relationship. Uh, and I'm also hearing that some men are afraid of this vulnerability, uh, but it's just about taking these little steps, one at, one at a time, just about allowing themselves to open up a little bit. And something that I think it's so important to mention is we women are actually craving for that vulnerability. We are actually, some, sometimes we even, um, in the words of some men, we are dramatic, we make drama, just in order to knock in there and, and see some reaction from there, to see something, to, to, to have something reflected back at us. It's like, this, show me that there is emotion in there, show me that there is something something in there where you're feeling, where, where you are, uh, when you feel the same way that I feel. So I see that um, it's a need for, for us to feel connected, that, which is what you are saying. It's vulnerability, it's about connection, real human connection, is it right? Yeah, big, big time. And what, like, again, from personal experiences, I draw a lot of <laughs> into my work and uh, is, um, Almost every time we would have some kind of like really big, deep, important argument, argument, fight, whatever, right? Because we would open up and try to express ourselves and our needs. I would feel like, oh my God, finally, we're getting to like the meat of it, to the depths. We're finally getting the issue where we can connect. And it just felt like, yes, you know, on top of the world. Whereas for my ex-husband, it felt so horrible and scary and painful that he would be like, I never want to do this again, right? So it's so hard that he was not willing to do that again, to have another fight. Whereas for me, it was like, I don't care if it's a fight or not, but I want that deep connection. Yeah. I want to go to the bottom, bottom root of the problem or an issue and figure it out. And to me, it feels like that's very male energy, like masculine to fix it, figure it out, find out what's going on, like very logical. So I could not understand why he as a man is not wanting, but he wanted his own different way, right? So everybody has their own approach and their own fears. But I just feel like, ah, those moments when you get the most vulnerable and you cry and you look like a mess. And then if you accept it in that moment, that is just priceless. Yeah. To be seen, to be felt, and to feel the other person really empathetically, like get what they're about, what they need, what they want. Oh my God, it's just so beautiful. And that turns me on, like it's super sexy as well. Yeah. Absolutely. There's nothing, nothing as beautiful, even more than foreplay, than having these heart-to-heart -heart connection moments, right? Where they open up and, and just 
show you their heart. It's, it's so enticing, so seductive. It's a different level of intimacy, right? Like they say intimacy means into me, see? So when you're showing yourself and sharing and the other person does it back, and it's a different level, like emotional intimacy. And then there's physical, sexual, which is also very scary sometimes. But when you can combine them, and if you can, that would be the best thing. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of the times people are like, go with either one or the other. Yeah, that, that, that creates more havoc, right? Uh, so you also mentioned something so important, which was um, how these sensations, how these emotions are physical sensations. So how to connect to their emotions by connecting to the physical sensations. I think that is so important because if we all of a sudden just tell a man, okay, just be vulnerable, it, it's going to be like, you asking for me how do i do this what, what what is being vulnerable like does it mean i'm going to have to be dramatic or just but no it's about feeling what he's feeling in the present moment and uh, and i really want to take this um to take this topic back because i think that it's so important for people to hear and to understand that uh because i also find a connection that men somehow the more disconnected they are from their emotions, the more disconnected they are even from their health and their body. It's like they don't even uh, go to the doctor uh, and they get sick and worse and worse and worse and they don't go to the doctor because they are disconnected from their body. So it's like they go hand in hand, their health and their emotions. Men that are disconnected from one are usually disconnected from the other. So yeah, yeah, taking it back to you, how, how um, what, what else would you like to say about this connection between um, uh, the emotions and the body? Well, again, if they're taught that it's not okay to show your feelings, you know, and it's manly and good and to be strong and not have pains and not have any vulnerability, then they don't notice it anymore, right? They keep like shoving it under the rug and okay, something hurt or I have pain or whatever and they just ignore it because that would be weak to show that there's a problem or that there's hurt. So clearly, yeah, you're absolutely right. It will reflect onto the health and then they just get neglected all over. They neglect themselves fully. Yeah, absolutely. So the more you start paying attention to what you feel in your body and acknowledge it, even just to yourself, the more you become aware, the more you can connect it. And um, so when we were doing our coaching training, I found it really hard that body meditation felt sense exercise. And even doing it alone in the room where there's nobody else, but um, remember we had to speak it out loud what we feel the sensations it was really weird and like unusual and scary to do to find the right words to explain what i'm feeling and then also to say it out loud is extremely hard so i would just say go for it do that take 15 minutes lie in bed and just speak out loud and what you're feeling anywhere in your body to connect to those sensations because the more you try the better it will get the deeper it will go and the more connection you create within and then once you've got that connection with yourself, then you can start doing it with other people. 
Does that make sense? Powerful. And it's also like just a very easy how to practice. So uh, uh, what Ina is saying is you don't need to go deep into saying, oh, what is lying deep in my heart is this and the other. You can just start with your body, with a body meditation, saying, uh, I feel tension in my jaw, I feel cold in my hands, I feel, and that is the very uh, foundation of learning to be vulnerable, right? Mm -hmm. Just to admitting it to yourself, right? The same goes with thoughts as well. Sometimes we have thoughts that can be kind of scary and we just label them as bad because we were taught, oh, you don't think about, I don't know, death or whatever. But if you like become really honest with yourself first, even that can be scary. And then from there you can grow and so you can't just go and jump and go in front of the crowd or in the middle of the store or in the middle of your manager meeting, stand up and be like, oh, <laughs> and spill your guts. That would be silly to do. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's so important that you mention that because that's what some people think being vulnerable is like. They think that when we are asking them to be vulnerable, we are asking them to go and to, and to be like, I don't know if you saw this movie, um, Oh, in which uh, a guy asked, uh, Raymond Fraser asked for the devil for wishes. And there is a moment in which he asked to be vulnerable because he knows that his, wa his woman wants, or the woman that he likes, wants a man that is vulnerable. And he suddenly becomes like a, a bath of tears. He's crying everywhere, like, oh, the sunshine, Run! the ocean, Run! it's so beautiful. And he's crying all the time. It, it's, I think that is the, the, the caricature, the, the, the cartoonish uh, representation of what we are speaking about. But that is what some people think vulnerability is, uh, what it's about. It's uh, like going everywhere crying because they saw a bird, uh, a dog, uh, the ocean. When it's more about this honesty, being honest with themselves uh, first. That is, the, that is, for me, uh, what you're saying, it's maybe something that I would really like people to, to remember, to take from this conversation. It's about starting with little steps, being honest with yourself about what you are feeling and thinking and being capable of saying that aloud to yourself first. Mm -hmm. No need to go out to the crowd. I, I love that example that you just gave about going to a meeting. It's not about that. I can just imagine the, the scene there. <laughs> Well, it can look, then it will be looking like it's fake or, you know, exaggerated and not feel authentic. Yeah. yeah you just have to start inside with your own at first. Yeah. Yeah. That is so powerful and so important and so easy for people to do. Just being vulnerable is not about speaking about the depths of all the emotions that are lying underneath. It's just about little um, moments of self um, self awareness, right? Yeah, but I don't honestly think it's very easy. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> you said oh, it's so easy. Well, you think it's easy because it's all you need is you, but <laughs> yeah. it's only so hard because even now, if you look at parents, how they teach their kids, a lot of the times, like there's this helicopter hovering parents, right? That tell their children all the time what to do and how to do it. So they don't learn how to do things themselves. So they 
we grow up and we think, oh, well, I just want somebody else to do that for me. I want somebody else to like make me vulnerable. They don't expect that they should be doing the work because, you know, the parents did everything when I was growing up. So why should I now do stuff? All those instructions we get, then we want to keep receiving the instructions. We don't want to take time. And that's scary. Like if you don't know how, it's so scary. It's like, why would I? Some people are so long disconnected from their sensations that they don't really feel anything that easily. There, there, is, there is another thing, it's numbness. Some people are just numb. And being numb is feeling something too. So uh, sometimes just saying, I feel numb is a huge moment of self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah, and this is a good, really good point that sometimes you don't feel what's in your body, but you can feel the nothingness, that numbness, and that's the first sensation, and that's good. It's good to be aware of it. I think because it will eventually like slowly melt away if you keep acknowledging it and keep accepting it that it's okay, then other things might come up as well. The numbness is just there to protect us, right? So nothing feels too much, too overwhelming. Absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely agree. What a powerful thing because, and I love that you mentioned that. It it might sound easy, but for some people it is such a difficult journey, such a painful and, and, and insightful journey just to be able to feel. Because some people has been conditioned to not feeling for so long that it can be extremely scary just to admit what it's going on inside of them. Yeah, because it can be painful and we're afraid of pain. Pain is like the signal to save us, to run away for us. But there's so much for like meeting that pain and being with it. And that's how you process things. If you run away, then they just get stuck and they will come back later and haunt you anyways. Well, so recapitulating, I would say um, vulnerability is courage. It requires courage because it's jumping deep inside of sensations that some people have not dared to face, maybe for a long, long long time. Uh, Vulnerability starts with an introspection process. And um, vulnerability is about connection. Uh, with yourself and then with your partner and that's what we women crave from our men we are craving for them to be open to us because we want to see that there is a human on the other side right that that he's that that we can connect to somebody yeah and i also want to recapitulate the the body meditation practice which is so powerful um so people um if you want to um so guys, um, if you want to explore vulnerability, if you want to explore going deeper into this process uh, and you don't know how to, it's so important that you get help, that you get the support of a practitioner that can guide you through uh, reassuring practices to, to resourcing practices that can help you ground and take it one step at a time because it can be a huge um, 
a huge process and it can be painful and it can be also so um, pleasurable behind that after that pain comes through there is so much pleasure in there but if you are willing to explore this um, Ina uh, is a very skilled coach she has uh, coaching packages uh, you can follow her please could you tell us where people can find you mm -hmm. I just want to like underline the part where if it's so scary to open up with people in your family right because you fear rejection it's actually really helpful to work with someone else who you don't have any connection with right like say a coach who assures you that it's confidential they won't go spreading telling your stuff your secrets whatever but at the same time like you don't have any investment personally so it they're not going to reject you because they're there for you and they will be there to acknowledge your experience, to witness it and to accept it. And once you have that experience with them, it like teaches your brain that it's okay to open up. Like you weren't judged, you were supported. And the more that each time it happens, your brain learns and creates those pathways that are reassuring you that it's okay. And then you can try with people where there are some, something at stake, you know, whether it's more, um, fear of rejection or something, then you can try. But so like somebody neutral, a coach, a professional, can really help you to get that pathway going, to start creating that connection in the brain that it's okay to do that. And um, I have started a men's group on Facebook. It's a free group, but you do have to answer three questions in order to be allowed to come in. And it's for anybody who identifies as men. Uh, where we talk about really anything, sex, relationships, love, connections, anything they want to talk about, anything that I read that's interesting, I share. And so sometimes I will also offer workshops. Some are free, some are for payment, but different workshops on how to learn tools and skills for better vulnerability, for better life, for better sex, for better relationships. And so this group is called Lolo Man. L-O-L-O-M-E-N. And it comes from Lolo is <laughs> my brand. It's love organic, live orgasmic. What it really means, organic has nothing to do with organic food. But to me, word organic means like very authentic and real and true and raw and unaltered, right? So my idea is that if you love in that way, love yourself, love other people in that way, really organically then you will have an orgasmic life just full of bliss and joy and pleasure and so that's what l-o-l-o -L -O stands for and yeah i just love 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 that men can be actually very open but they need to also feel safe a lot of the times we think that it's women who need safety but we don't think of men as needing safety as much because they seem like they're strong and big, but that's not actually true. <laughs> yeah, totally agree. I have found that the heart of men can be sometimes even more sensitive than the heart of women, and that's why they close it so quickly. It's like things that we women are used to dealing with, and not that they don't hurt us, they do, and we feel a lot, but it's like we, we kind of endure emotionally sometimes so much more than men and that's why men close up so quickly uh, and so so fast they, they have a shell because their heart is so so soft and gentle i have seen 
that in kids. When you see children, it is sometimes the boys that are even more sensitive than the girls because they are just so so open for love. And that's when you realize that they immediately learn to close their hearts because of how sensitive they are. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a good point. Yeah, so like if we create as people spaces where men can feel that support and be vulnerable even a little bit, then again, with practice, they learn that it's okay and then they can bring it everywhere into their life. So I am hoping and trying to create such a space. So far I have about 50 members and you know, it's growing slowly, slowly. I can only do what I can do, but it's very exciting. And it's so rewarding to, you know, make a post, to write something or ask questions and people answer you and they actually like answer you honestly. Yeah. And it's just so beautiful. That's amazing. You get to see real humans, real souls, real people. There's, there is such a beauty in seeing the heart of men just flourishing. It's just uh, beautiful to create a space and that there is a space that you're offering for them to have the safety to open up their hearts, to open up to, to feel and to experience other men's feelings. Because sometimes I think it's about the model. They don't have a model of healthy uh, heart opening conversations with other men. So it's so amazing that you're creating that model for them so that they have that that uh, role model to follow and to feel supported by. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And then of course, there's other men who might start feeling a little more courageous and they support each other. And then they, you know, it rolls like a snowball, getting better and better and bigger and bigger. But you got to start somewhere. So yes, come join the group. Exactly. Please <laughs> anything in the world. So that's a beautiful offer. I'm so glad that you are creating this that you have uh, So it's Lolo Men. Uh, look for her on Facebook and join and keep on this courageous path of um, reclaiming your vulnerability. There's a beautiful treasure behind your own vulnerability and your own heart. And your partners want that so much, whether they're men or women, but like, it's a human need to connect, to understand each other. So it's super exciting and super sexy. It just, you know, like when you see a man open up and listen to you and see you and they open it to you, you just, you want to go kiss them all over. <laughs> Absolutely. It's one of the most beautiful things. So it opens up all the other kinds of connection, the physical and everything else. Thank you yeah. so much, Ina, for joining us in this conversation. There is so much that people uh, surely are taking from it because it has been so enrich enriching and so important to be able to speak about vulnerability with men, especially about men. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. It's so beautiful. I could just sit and talk about it for hours. <laughs> I know, me too. It's so amazing. So thank you so much for having the space to just enjoy this conversation and invite more and more people in.